Greetings ladies and gentlemen, today I'm happy to say that we continue our beloved biblical Bible book tour. With emotion and excitement energetically rolled into one, Esther packs a punch like a spiritual machine gun, firing bitter blows of betrayal, letting loose projectiles of problems and plot. Esther reveals God's provision in a short story snapshot. So for our reading pleasure, Esther warmly welcomes us with plenty. We enter a lavish king's court where the party is in a drunken frenzy. With a sensual scene set before us, we observe and drink it in all totally. Guests and golden goblets clink and clatter, no one is there soberly. It's the mother of all parties with no women allowed, and the king is in high spirits entertaining his intoxicated crowd. They work out the best way to avoid a hangover, it's just to stay drunk. The only drawback being all common sense has now shrunk. With wine the king's heart becomes all befuddled and blind. Next a senseless scheme slides into his misguided mind. The kingdom is his and so is his queen. Person is property, bring her out to be seen. Let everyone look at my trophy and wife. Better appear before me if she wants to avoid strife. Yet Queen Vashti refuses to listen and avoids the king's demand. She withholds all submission, a lesson to all women throughout the land. The king loses his call and the queen is taken. Checkmate for her, there's no mistaking. From domestic dispute to state emergency. Let each man rule his home, king's decree sent urgently. Yet regretting rash action, the king sits back and thinks. Living life without a queen really, really stinks. So servants to king rescue give him advice and idea. Let us gather women together and make a beauty show appear. Many maidens are marshalled, Esther is included. But cousin Mordecai warns her to keep her heritage muted. Following a 12-month treatment of ointment and lotion, Esther's turn before the king unfolds like slow motion. Before bachelor king, Esther approaches all alone, looking to find favour before kingly throne. So a single king sees Esther, he melts like a pound of butter. Falling in love with her, his heart begins to flutter. From captive to queen, Esther is promoted, and everyone celebrates, feasting until very bloated. From party to plot, not everyone is content. Two servants plan to kill the king, discuss the deadly event. Mordecai listens in, informs Esther speedily. She tells husband king, who replies on a killing frequency. Traitors are hanged, all events are recorded. Mordecai's name is written, but he's not rewarded. Not so for Haman, promoted to Prime Minister. We wonder if he's friendly, or someone a little sinister. King commands everyone to bow as Haman passes by. Haman's on the crest of a wave, until Mordecai does deny. Outrage and wrath, an old simmering conflict reappears, from when the prophet Samuel killed King Hagag from Bible past years. Murder, death, kill, now on Haman's wicked agenda. He influences the king, promise all profit on splendour. Killing degree gets signed, royal signet ring applied. All Jewish people to be slain in a total genocide. Happy with their plan, both sit down to drink. But the Jews are very perplexed, and now do fast and think. Sackcloth and ashes, Mordecai rent his clothes. Weeping and a-wailing, this degree he does publicly oppose. Esther is informed about the death decree situation. Mordecai invites her to use her queenly royal vocation. For who knows if you're queen for this very reason. 
to keep your people safe from a swift total deletion. Knowing she might perish before her husband king with no invite, Esther commands a three-day fast to help their faith unite. Tensions on the page, Esther's in the palace, king is on his throne, uninvited approach is just madness. Esther enters boldly into session for her people. The king welcomes queen, golden scepter held up peaceful. Yet she picks her battle and the time is not yet. Esther invites the culprits to a tasty banquet. So free for tea and tea for free. The power cup on Haman get along famously. Truly Esther's plan is really coming together. Let's all meet like this tomorrow. Enjoyment without measure. So Haman heads home. His heart was very glad. Then he saw Mordecai and became very, very mad. Haman hated him, but he held his hate in close. Until he arrived back home, called his friends a teeter host. Before friends and wife, Haman showed off all he gained, but it availed him nothing, the reason Mordecai is blamed. His audience responds with foolish advice, just kill this man Mordecai and don't think twice. So at peace Haman works, deftly plot pleased him true, knowing in the morning his gigantic gallows would be grew. Yet the king is sleepless and cannot get a wink, bring me the book of chronicles, maybe it's the missing link. Servant read to king what inside is recorded. Maybe with droning voice, king with sleep will be rewarded. Yet not sleep but recent story comes back into view, hearing how Mordecai saved him from unfaithful servants too. Haman suddenly arrives about his plan to hang. Instead, king asked him how he should honour an honest man. Delicious in its irony, Haman thinks it's me. Royal robe, crest and horse, through the city lead with glee. No time to waste, make haste Haman, lickety split. It's Mordecai we reward with royal tour and outfit. Haman horrified, does all king has commanded. Then heads home, head covered, very disenchanted. Tell wife and friends all that had arose before being whisked away, second banquet to expose. So two for tea and Esther makes three and the king offers the queen an opportunity to plea. Fast out the blocks, Esther's quick to tell. Please save the life of my people and me as well. King is disturbed, Esther begging for her life. Tell me, queen, who dares to threaten my lovely royal wife? Husband it is Haman, he's the wicked enemy I name. Haman starts to brick it, terrified at the true claim. King storms out in wrath to the palace garden, leaving us wondering who will be granted royal pardon. We've seen a queen can be replaced, but Prime Minister, well, that's new. Maybe Haman will finally get his revenge, that's been long overdue. You're unmasked and undone, Haman begs for his life. But at Esther's feet, he only finds more trouble and strife. Bad timing, bad news, the king returns to sea, an attempted attack suggested upon his queen bee. King speaks and Haman's face is covered with a veil. Poetic justice hits the page and is hung upon his own gallows of gigantic scale. So original death decree is next contested, but unable to change it, Esther submits the unexpected. A counter decree, just for the Jews, allowed to defend against any who would abuse. Mordecai is made the new prime minister, wears a crown of gold as an outfit's finisher. Fighting and slaughter, the Jews handle the defensive assignment, and a second day granted, sees off every tyrant. Enemies exposed, Haman's sons become a guide. Hung on father's gallows, they reveal the result of pride. 
Pride before destruction, sons and father were the same. The Jews now rest and feast, no longer under shame. The feast is named Purim for the Jewish future times, that everyone may remember sacrifices made as signs. From terror to triumph, Esther hands here complete, telling about Mordecai's greatness and his love so sweet. The next time we meet like this, it's the book of Job for me and you. But until then, let's look at what the book of Esther has brought into view. It's true that in this book the name of God is absent, but not his almighty care. For as plain as the print on the page, we see Jesus bringing joy out of despair. Earthly king threw lavish party to show how awesome he stood. Yet King Jesus invites us to heaven through his sacrifice and blood. Esther found favour before earthly royal throne. So now we may boldly approach Jesus, knowing he does for us atone. Esther was lovely, the fairest in the land, but Jesus is the fairest of 10,000, eternal redemption in his hand. So a death decree was sent out through the earthly nation, but Jesus brings life and liberty to humanity, free salvation. An earthly king couldn't sleep, his eyes all saw and read, yet in Jesus we find rest, covered in his perfect bloodshed. When Haman was found out, he begged to stay alive. But in Jesus we just ask, and our soul here will revive. Esther ends telling of Mordecai, of how great and of how sweet. Yet it's pointing to Cavalry's cross, leading us to Jesus' feet. Oh, the book of Esther is on energy and fire, hotter than pepper spray, revealing Christ the Redeemer, who tells us he's the truth and the way. Esther tells of Jesus the living water. If you've got a spiritual thirst you can't shake. Just come and drink in Jesus. He's a satisfying, overflowing lake. Esther says if you feel short of breath, choking on this world of sin, Jesus will give you his holy high manoeuvre and allow you to breathe afresh in him. Finally, Esther speaks Jesus today to anyone who will hear. Are we one of those who will, or do we have a dodgy deaf ear? The answer to this question, I have no clue. I guess I will leave that up to you.